Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hallelujah. Recorded live. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, good morning. God bless you on this morning. Truly, it's been a wonderful morning just being able to sing to the Lord on today. Nothing like arriving early in the morning with a song on the inside and just singing praises unto his name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for all of you that was even here earlier, as I just heard that song bubbling up in my soul. I will bless thee, oh Lord, hallelujah. And that's what we're doing on this wonderful, wonderful Wednesday morning. I am Apostle Rose White, your host on today. And on behalf of all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we do wish to thank each of you for joining us for another time of study in God's Word. We are here on this day and every weekday morning to command our morning, giving God the first fruit of our day. I'm so excited to see the many that are in the chat room. I am so thankful to those that are in the um, in the studio that have actually dialed in in the studio, those that are listening via the Internet all across this country and even those that are calling from uh, internationally that have logged on, we do want to say God bless you on this morning. We appreciate your presence, hallelujah, and being with us on today. Before we begin, um, I do ask that if we have any new callers that are here for the very first time, we want you to know how much we appreciate you, we love you, we thank God for you for being here with us on today. If you have dialed in, please go ahead and mute your phone lines. You can do that by pressing star six or the mute button on your phone's keypad. We enjoy reading the Word of God in the mornings because the Word of God is what we stand on. It is what we govern our lives by, and it's what we believe in. And so we take this time in the mornings to read the Scriptures and to have a, a time of prayer. Nothing like the Word and prayer and then to top it off having sweet fellowship one with another. So I ask that you go ahead, get your Bible, get your pad, get your pen ready to write as the Spirit of the Lord ministers to you personally. Amen. And we know that the Word ministers to us as a group corporately, but, you know, God will speak to us individually. So at this particular time, I'm going to call forth uh, one of our own sister banks who we just thank the Lord for who is going to give us our word for the day. And she's actually doing double duty like she did on yesterday. We thank God for the saints of God um, that comes in and help and assist, and they just put their hands to the plow. And so we're going to call her forth to come today, give us that word for the day. And our reading this morning is actually coming from Psalms chapter 69. Again, that's Psalms chapter 69. So, Sister Banks, if you would come forth, please. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Our word for today is Liberation Wednesday. 
May God bless and keep you all as you go about your day, being free to extol God on this Liberation Wednesday. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. And I'm reading Psalm 69 from the King James Version. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul. I sink in deep mire, for there is no standing. I am come into deep waters, for the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dry. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that would destroy me, being mine enemies, wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. O God, thou knowest my foolishness and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for thy sake, I have borne reproach. Shame has covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. And the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. When I wept and, and chastened my soul with fasting, That was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment, and I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord, in an acceptable time, O God. In the multitude of thy mercy, hear me. In the truth of thy salvation, deliver me out of the mire and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is good. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, and hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw nigh unto my soul and redeem it. Deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach and my shame and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all before thee. Reproach hath broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness, and I look for some to take pity. But there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table become a snare before them, and that which would 
have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Let their eyes be darkened, that they see not, and make their loins continually to shake. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful anger take hold of them. Let their habitation be desolate, and let none dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk to the grief of those whom thou hast wounded. Add iniquity into their iniquity, and let none come into thy righteousness. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living, and not be written with the righteous. But I am poor and sorrowful. Let thy salvation, O God, set me on high. I will praise the name of God with a song, and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that have horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. For the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not his prisoners. Let the heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moveth therein. For God will save Zion and will build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The the seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. These words have already been blessed. Amen. 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 Thank you so Mm. much, uh, Sister Banks. Praise the Lord. What what a blessing it is. And now you can understand those that were here early before we even began how that song of worship just bubbled up and how it began to just flow. I will bless thee, O Lord. You know, even here as we read in this song, uh, you know, we see a, a soul that has been wounded, an individual that has gone through, gone through troubles, gone through trials, but yet I will bless thee, O Lord. We just thank the Lord for the word on today, and I pray that you're going to be blessed as we're just going to do a little quick summary of this particular chapter. But each and every day as we share, please go back even after the broadcast, reread prayerfully what the psalm is saying. That's why God has us going through these psalms. There's so much that is in it, so much meat and food for us to be able to feast upon and to feed on. And so in the Psalms, this is and those that are just now chiming in or tuning in or those that are just logging on to the Internet, we are reading this morning Psalms chapter 69. And even though it's long, there is so much that is in it that we can see. Um, you know, and so here, desperately, you know, unjustly accused, we see David, uh, who is just a wonderful, wonderful man, a great psalmist, he's been humiliated. Um, he's been forced to wait for God's intervention. He's that great psalmist, and today he's presenting in this particular chapter uh, a picture among what I consider one that is, is in a place of severe despair. 
uh, probably one of the, the, the most that we've seen since we've been reading the Psalms up until this time. And so even in the New Testament, um, there were writers that they found this particular chapter being fertile uh, where they could actually draw insights because if you were listening at Sister Banks was reading, we see much of even the portrayal of the life of Jesus in this psalm um, that goes hand in hand with Matthew, with John, even over in the books of Acts and in Romans. So while the emotions of this psalm, uh, it might seem a little bit raw, it is so balanced and delicately balanced at that. It is structured in a balanced manner. So the, the very end of it, even verses 35 and 36, they, you know, uh, they are part of this, and it actually may have been composed. This particular chapter might have been done during the time when the Israelites were actually in exile um, in Babylonia. So we hear in the very beginning there's a strong cry for help. You know, David was constantly in trouble, but he was always one that was crying out, Lord, come and see about me. Lord, help. You know, he, he was an individual that was, he was in a, a tough place. He was sick even in verse 29. And so in the very first four verses, we hear and we see a description of distress. And so it is indicating to you and I on this morning that David had experienced some cruel, some undeserved treatment, much like you and I today. I'm sure many of you, you have experienced some just treatments that just wasn't right for you to have to hang on through. And so he's persecuted by enemies. I'm sure we got some that goes through that, you know. So in verses 4, even over in verse 26, we see that persecution. You know, the enemies, their method and their motive are actually explored when we read verses 5 through 12. And David was acknowledged, you know, he acknowledged the guilt. You know, he acknowledged his own folly in verse 5. He didn't cover up. He knew that there were things that he did wrong. And that's what, why God blessed him so, you know, because he was quick to acknowledge. Uh, he didn't consider himself, though, in this particular point and in this place responsible for these particular troubles. But there were things that came upon him that he just did not deserve. And so contrary to all of the accusations, God knew the real truth about him. And that's what the Lord is saying to us. Even though there will be false accusations, there will be people that will come to try to assassinate your character. He'd say, I know about you. I created you. I know what is in you. And so verse 5 says, oh, God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. <laughs> How sweet is that? Lord, you know all about me. You know the very hands on my head. You created me. You know all about me. And so he confesses his sins, and he literally asks the Lord to save him and then to punish his enemies. You know, David just didn't play. He was like, you know what, Lord, I've asked for forgiveness. I need you to take these jokers out because they are just mean. They're hard. They're cruel people. And so we see that in verses 14 and 15, even in verses 22 to 29. David was, you know, concerned that literally his suffering would tarnish God's reputation and actually shake other people's confidence. When we read verses 6 and 7, what a word that is for us. That should cause us to be more careful with even how we live, how we do. You know, is what we're going to do, is the words that comes out of our mouth, is it going to cause others to be shaken, to be moved out of their place? 
Is a way in which we are conducting ourselves, is it going to make people turn away from God, or is it going to cause people to run to him? That's the thing that we need to be concerned about. And that's what I see right here, even in these verses. And so he appeals. David is appealing, you know, to God's representation by using, you know, his name over in verse 6 and reminds him that he suffered on God's behalf in verse 7. See, David was abandoned not just uh, by family, but he was abandoned by friends. You know, people do that. When you get in trouble or appear to be in trouble, folks, they just scatter. They disappear. They become ghosts. And so we see that even for David in verse 8. And then it says, zeal for your house in verse 9. This could literally be referring to the price that David paid to establish God's house in Jerusalem. And we'll see even more of this as we continue to go through the Psalms over the next couple of weeks. And so to be rejected by his own siblings in verse 8, he was also ridiculed while he was going through a time of grief in verse 10 and 11. Nothing like grieving over something. To lose something, you're grieving, and then you got you got people that are just ridiculing you, making all kinds of, of re- remarks and saying all kinds of craziness. You're already in pain. But then you've got others that sort of adding salt to the wound. And that's what he was going through. He was actually publicly mocked in verse, uh, in verse 12. You see, and these were the things that were among some of the worst indignities that, that one could actually face or, or have to go through. But we thank God for David, that great psalmist who had such a love for the temple. Oh, my goodness. He was a worshiper. He knew the power of praise. And so, you know, there was that dedication to religious practices. And those particular things is probably a lot that had to do with him being criticized and ridiculed over in verses 9 to 12. You see, because it, it shows us some controversy about ritual matters. Even today, there will be people that will ridicule you for getting up early in the morning to being on a morning man, a prayer line, or a ministry line, you know, because they just can't understand what's the purpose of all that. Why do you do what you do? You know, there's always someone that's going to try to come against you when you're trying to do things that are going to build up the kingdom of God and to show forth the love of God in the kingdom. But we continue to move forward and we continue to be steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so here we see that David's request for God's help in verses 13 to 18, it echoes out his cry that he was crying out in those first four verses. You see, right there in the beginning. And although his cries, they, they you know, had gone unanswered in verse 3, guess what? He don't stop praying. He continues to pray in verse 13. So many people, they give up. They pray something, and because it don't happen, they just give up and say, oh, what's the use? I'm just going to stop praying. But David didn't do that. He continued to pray even in verse 13. You see, there was an emphasis here about himself. That eye is lifted up and emphasized because he said here, but as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O God. In the multitudes of thy mercy, hear me. See, here is where it becomes personal. Lord, this ain't got nothing to do with my brother, my sister, ain't got nothing to do with my aunt, my uncle, you know, my mom or my dad. Lord, it is me today. I'm standing in the need of prayer. And so there was this confidence that we see in David, 
You know, he, he is confident in knowing God's love, God's passion, God's mercy. We see this in verses 13, even in verse 15. There's that threat of death that actually lies behind, you know, the fear of descending to the pit or even sinking into that mire when we read in verses 14 and 15. And then, you know, there is some stuff that we see. David is very precise. He's very detailed. And we see some things that have been uh, carefully crafted here in verse 16 to 17 that express the heart of his request for help. You see, verse 16, it begins with, hear me. And verse 17, it ends with, hear me speedily. Oh, I say, Lord, I need you to hear me real quick and in a hurry. Y'all know y'all hear me say that a lot of times. Quick and in a hurry, Lord. Don't tarry. Come quick. You know. And so in other words, David is saying, Lord, answer me and do it now. Do it quick. And God's great love, nothing like the mercies of a loving father. You know, we see in verse 16. Here is the seriousness that we see in in David's difficulties, even in verse 17. And so those phases in the center expresses, you know, that desire when he said, turn to me according to the multitude of thy tender mercy. And then in verse 17, he says, hide not your faith from your servant. Can that be our prayer today? Is that your prayer today? Lord, hide not your faith from me. I'm your servant. I'm here, Lord, to do what you've asked me to do. Come and see about me. And so David, he sought more than just deliverance. So David here, he's also desiring vengeance. He's being open and honest. He's laying all the cards out on the table. When we see and read in verses 19 to 28. As verses 13 through 18, they are actually, again, they are echoing what we read in the beginning in verses 1 through 4. And it actually parallels those verses of 5 through 12. And so David is going. We see all of that through the scriptures. He's actually slandered here, uh, even in verses 11, 12, and 26. He's mocked when, when suffering. People will mock you when you go through stuff. You know, there'll be one, you know, what happened to you? What you didn't done? You didn't see it. You didn't mess up. You said something. You acted in some kind of way. You were with something or somebody. You know, they're going to always be mocking you. And so we see that here in these passages, these verses, in verses 10 to 12 and also 20 and 21. And these sections, they actually attribute that, that cause of, of David's suffering to God in verses 7 and 26. And so to prepare for his prayer for judgment, David, again, he describes it this way in verses 19 to 21. You know, he talks about gall. You know, that gall, it was, uh, when you look at gall, it was a poisonous plant. Uh, but the word could be used to express that bitterness or that deadly poison, you know, like that of a, the venom of a snake. Remember, they talked about gall, um, even with Jesus on the cross. You see, uh, that venom, that, that bitter venom. So it's bitter. It's dead. And so David's prayer for God to punish his enemies uh, in verses 22 to 28, it reflects their persecution of him. We talk about all that we go through. It can't be compared to what David went through. He went through some tough times. But yet his integrity remained intact. His faith in the Lord 
stay, stay true with that. And so because they poison his meal, you know, he's asking that their table becomes a snare in verse 22. Verse 23 says, may their eyes, uh, uh, which, which was looking over him, gloating over him, maybe go blind. I, like I said, David didn't play. He called it the way he saw it. And there comes a time when we've got to come out and we've got to say, Lord, this is what's going on. You see what it is. These are things that just need to be handled. I need you to take care of that. And so even in verse 23 when we read about the Lord, uh, as I began to look at that, because words have a, have a lot of meaning. Words says a whole lot to us. And so lowing here was a term that was used for the back or the waist. Uh, and it's a place where we all know that in many people, when they suffer a lot of times, where do we feel a lot of times the pain when we've been going through? It's in our back. You know, and it, a lot of times it's sharp. It, it's, not, it's not a comfortable thing when you're hurting uh, in your loins, when you're hurting in that back part. And so it also means when we talk about the back, we're also talking about the seed of strength, the loins, that strength. May our loins be girded about with truth. And so here we see this idea here. But then, you know, he talks about let them be weakened. So that weakening is a repayment uh, so that they can no longer inflict any hurt, any harm, any more pain. And David here, he prays that they would not even be forgiven but become increasingly guilty in verse 27. There comes a time when people need to be made to feel guilty for what they've done. They need to come to that place of repentance. And so not to be lifted with the righteous in verse 28, this refers to a physical death. Some people will literally not just spiritually die when they do a child of God wrong. There are many today that are dead, and there will be many others that will literally fall at the feet of Jesus when they do God's people wrong, when they do unrighteous acts, they will literally leave this earth, many premature. And so verse 29, it begins with David's stress. And that's the theme, actually, of verses 21 to 28 as we read this and, and as you study this in your time of personal devotion. You know, this moves toward his vindication of salvation in mm. verses 30 to 36. And so this salvation, you see, that's been experienced or, you know, confidently anticipated, you know, David, he knows that his redeemer is, and that, you know, this salvation was going to produce some favorable results, as we have read this morning in verses 30 to 36. And in return, what does David do? I will bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I saw this morning, I will bless thee, O Lord. With my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise, with a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. This is what David was doing in return, that he would praise God and proclaim his greatness that we see in verse 30. Praise would be given. It would be a sacrifice that, that's literally more pleasing to God. And it talks about with the hook, you know. That those hooks that is ritually pure. And then it talks about the horn. That that is full grown but is still immature. There are some that be with you. They're, they're full grown in age, but they're still immature in mind. There are many that are up in age, but they're immature in the spirit. 
You see? And so here we see much of this, the hooks and the horns. The poor, perhaps the vulnerable onlookers that was there in verse 6 would now be encouraged in verses 32 and 33. While everyone would know of God's love and over and see the power of God over all his enemies in verses 34 to 36. In closing this morning, hallelujah, we go back. I ask that you would begin to prayerfully reread this chapter. Begin to read it and read it over and over again. And allow the Spirit of the Lord to overtake you and consume you and to take you into a deeper place with the Lord. That's the purpose of all of this. Just the coming together to fall in love with Jesus. Fall in love with his word. Fall in love with the Lord God, the creator of everything. And so this and all the other songs, many of the songs that we have been reading and studying each morning, it reveals, you know, the, the deathness of human sin because sin is, is real. You see, it talks about the, the gravity of what human, what we go through as a people, and it shows the confidence of what it is that we are to have in a faithful God who can give us the strength that we need even in the time of bitterness. We go through some tough times, men and women of God. We go through some hard places, but we can know that Jesus will take care of us, he will cover us, and he will take us to the rock that is higher than us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I pray that you all have been blessed um, by this particular chapter this morning, and as we've been able to just give you a summary, there is so much more that is in it as we begin to continue to study the Word of God. So we have just some excited people today that are just excited about the Word of God and about the love of God and the power of God on today. Amen. We know that it is quiet here on this morning, but we just thank God for, for each and every one of you that have joined us here on this wonderful, wonderful uh, Wednesday morning, this testimonial Wednesday morning. It, it's just a, a, just a blessing. And so today at this particular time, we've been able to go through the word, and we want to just spend a few moments in prayer. Uh, but before we go in prayer, I want to ask if there is anyone that may have any special uh, prayer requests, as we're going to be covering each and every person that is here on the line. Um, as we always do each and every day that we're here. But if there's anyone that may have something in particular or special that you need us to um, pray for, uh, please feel free to go ahead and unmute your line, and you do that by pressing the star six key, um, and let us know what your special request is today. Amen. Amen. Well, if there are no other uh, no special requests. We're going to go ahead and pray, and I'm going to ask that you would join with me this morning. Join your faith with mine today, and let us believe God. You know, we're standing in the gap on behalf of others on today. It's not about us. It's all about the kingdom. It's all about seeing other people being lifted, being delivered, and being set free. That's why we pray every day, trusting God that someone's life will be changed, somebody's heart will be made new. Amen. So let's pray. 
Hallelujah. Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for this day, oh God. We thank you for this is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing in this day, and we're being glad in it. Father, this morning we come with you with truly a heart full of thanksgiving today. We come with our hands lifted up. We thank you today that we call with praises in our heart and with a joy on the inside. We call with songs of joy coming from our mouths today, oh God. And so I thank you this morning that you allowed us to rest, to sleep, and to wake up to see another day, a day in which we have never seen before. And when it's gone, there will be none other like it. And so we praise you for this moment, for this time. We thank you for this hour that you've allowed us to come together, oh God, to mingle our voices together. We thank you for allowing us to have this sweet fellowship one with another. And so, Father, right now we come, before we come asking you of anything, we come first of all in repentance. We repent this morning, oh God, for every sin that we have committed. We ask right now, oh God, that you would forgive us for everything that we said that was not of you, every act that we did that was not ordained by you. We repent this morning, O oh God, of every unconfessed sin this morning, and we acknowledge knowing that unconfessed sin is the key for the enemy to come in to attack us and who will even remain with us because we don't confess it. And so this morning, O oh God, we confess and we repent of every sin of commission and every sin of omission. We ask that you would forgive us on today. Father, we ask that you remove, O oh God, everything within us that is not of you. Remove everything within us that would exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. And, Father, this morning, O oh God, we release everything. We release everyone. O oh God, any that have hurt us, any that have offended us, O oh God, we release them. We totally forgive them today, not just in word, but totally from the heart. Indeed, we truly forgive them, knowing that unforgiveness, which will bring about and harbor bitterness, it will cause our prayers to be hindered. And so this morning, we don't want our prayers to be hindered on today, but we want your ears to be inclined to hear the hearts of our cry on today. So, Father, we thank you for forgiving us and for allowing us, O oh God, to release and forgive others. And we ask, O oh God, that others in whom we may have hurt, those in whom we brought harm, that they in turn will forgive us. Help us to always to have an humble heart. Help us to keep a, a teachable and coachable spirit. Help us to remain at your feet, knowing that we are nothing without you. But in you we can do all things. And so we thank you today. Holy Spirit, reveal to us our heart. Replace any sin in us with your spirit. Replace everything that is not of the Lord. Replace, oh God, right now, today, joy on the inside, love and peace and happiness. Fill us, oh God, today with all of you and none of us. Give us strength today to even be able to fight the enemy that wants to destroy from the inside out. Renew us today, oh God. Open up our eyes to any sin that we do need to confess. Break every cord today. Break every chain, every link that sin has caused us to commit, that have affected not just us, but our family and even those in whom we come in contact with. And so, Father, today we thank you for your saving grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love on today. Now, Father, I lift up everyone that is represented here on this morning. We plead the blood of Jesus over their lives. We plead the blood over this morning matter broadcast today. We thank you right now for each and every man, woman, every young person that is here that is represented, every leader that is here on today. Father, we lift up and we stand in the gap 
on behalf of each of your servants on today. Father, we lift up even Pastor Lech Baker that is traveling on this morning. We ask that you would give them safe traveling mercies, O oh God, as they have gone from one place and is now traveling into another. We ask that you would bless them, O oh God, on today. We, Father, we lift up the entire Baker family. God, we ask that you would bless them, that you would strengthen them to go through and to do all the things that is required and everything that is necessary for them to do. Bless that it will be a fun time of fellowship, even with family, during this week, O oh God. And we thank you and we praise you, O oh God, for a servant that loves you, that is constantly there to serve and to be in anything that which she needs to be in. And so we thank you for her on today. Father, we stand in the gap for young men and young women in ministry right now. Father, we ask that you would bless that there will be right connections, godly connections, oh God. We ask that you would bless, oh God, even older men and women that will come alongside of young men and women to be mentors and to be true coaches. Older men and women that are after your own heart that are full of you, that are full of your wisdom, that's full of your love, full of your power, and full of your might. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you today, O oh God. Father, we stand in the gap for singles today. We ask that you would bless, O oh God, as we get so many requests and so many calls asking for prayer. So, Father, we ask that you would bless every single man, every single woman today, that you would bless them, that their relationships will be holy relationships, that you will unite them, that there will be holy alliances. And we come against unholy alliances and ungodly soul ties today, that you would break every relationship that has not been ordered or ordained by you. And, oh, God, that you would bless your people that are single, oh, God, today, that they will wait on you, that they will not move ahead of you, they will not move to the left or to the right, but they'll keep their eyes stayed on thee. Lord, we ask right now that you would bless them, that they will stand firm on your word, that they will stay true to you, knowing that you have who it is that you would have for them in their life if they just wait on you. And so, Father, we thank you. Father, we lift up marriages today. We thank you, O oh God, for marriages. We know that marriage is honorable unto you. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless every couple today, that you would strengthen their marriages, strengthen their unity, rekindle the flames of love, O oh God. Let there be harmony and unity between the husband and the wife. Remove out the distractions within that marriage unit. Remove out the voices in the ears, O oh God, that they will only hear your voice and one another's voice. And we thank you, Father, today, even for divine marriages that are coming forth even this year. Father, this is a year in which you are bringing forth marriages because marriages are what you ordain. And so we thank you for those who desire to be married, that you will bless their union. And those that are already married, that you will continue to undergird them and sustain them. And so, Father, we thank you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for the entire family unit, that you will cause harmony to be within the household. Oh, God, and we thank you for children that will be obedient to their parents. Father, we thank you today. Father, I lift up Pastor Marlene to you, God. We ask right now that you will heal her body, oh, God, that you will continue to strengthen this mighty woman, that she will be continuously blessed. And even in her marriage, oh, God, that you would bless and strengthen her and Pastor Williams. We just thank you for this wonderful couple, oh, God, that is such a, a blessing even into my life personally. And so, Father, we ask that you'll continue to bless them in the work in which you have called them over, that they will do great and wonderful things for you there over in Jamaica. Oh, God, I thank you for them, and I give you praise and glory for divine healing over her life. Father, today I lift up all of those that are dealing with some form of sickness, some form of illness in their body. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you 
that you died so that we would be healed. We thank you right now, oh God, today that by your stripes we are whole. That by the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, we're already healed. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that your people shall walk in healing, that our bodies shall line up with the word of God, and that we shall believe, oh God, in you like never before. Give us faith to believe, oh God. We thank you for doctors. We thank you for those that are in the medical field. But we thank you today that you are the great physician, that you are the healer. And we thank you that the medicines in which you prescribe, there are no adverse reactions. So, God, we thank you. We bless you today, oh, God, for healing for your people. Father, today we stand in the gap for those that are preparing to even start up new businesses. God, you're calling for apostles in the marketplace. You're calling for ministries in the marketplace within the businesses. We need men and women of God in the business world. And so, Father, we thank you for those, oh, God, it's because it is you that gives us the creative ideas, the witty inventions that will cause wealth to come into our hands. Father, we ask that you would bless that your people will begin to understand that, that it is the finances that are necessary so that we can go forth and to do the work of the ministry. And so we believe today, oh God, that you are calling men and women that are preparing to start up businesses, that you are giving them good success as they meditate on your word day and night. Because in that, oh God, you will cause them to have good success. We thank you that they will not be in business today and gone tomorrow but you will give them longevity, that they will stand the very test of time. And when everyone else is gone, they're still standing because they're trusting in you and in your word. And so today, God, we ask that you would bless them. Father, those that have lost loved ones today, Father, we ask that you would comfort their hearts. Feel that empty space in them on today, God. We ask that you would bless those that are preparing to bury loved ones, those that are traveling on today to come to be to bury that loved one. Let there be a home going today. And for those that were not saved, Father, we ask that the word will go forth not to pacify, not to justify, but that it will bring us out by a word that will cause people to become sanctified. And so, Father, we thank you today that even the messages that will go forth, even at that home going service, that it will be a word that will cause people that are not saved to turn from their way and to turn to you. That people will become crying to you, O oh God, that they will run to the altar in the midst of a funeral service, crying out, what must I do to be saved? Father, let our funerals be that kind of funeral session. Hallelujah, that it's a time of praise for those that are saved, but it's a time of repentance for those that are lost. And so, Father, we thank you. We lift up the Shadow family to you today. We lift up Larry, O oh God, that has lost his son on this week. And so, Father, we ask that you would comfort his heart. We ask that you would bless, oh, God, uh, that mother's heart that has lost that son. Bless that father's heart that has lost his son. Bless right now, oh, God, and bless those other children, those other siblings that have been left standing, that they will begin to recognize that they, it could have been them or they could be next. So help them, oh, God, to change today. Father, we ask right now that many that are in areas, there is so much crime that is all around. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless each and every individual, bless our neighborhoods, bless our communities, oh, God. Oh, God, keep us from those that are just mean and cruel and evil and want to bring about harm. Father, we lift up every neighborhood today, that there is safety within our neighborhood. Father, protect us from the drive-by shooting. Protect our homes and our businesses and our churches and ministries from break-ins, from those that would rob, those that want to go about starting fires or performing harmful acts. 
to other individuals or to their property. God, right now, we ask that your angels will be camped around about us today, oh God. We lose forth the angels that you have on assignment for us on today. And we thank you, oh God, that we don't walk in fear, but we walk in trust, knowing that you are for us. And if you are for us, you are more than everything, everyone, the entire world that could be against us. And so, Father, we don't have to worry about anything, but we trust you in everything on today. And we know that in you we dwell. We thank you today that we live in safety and that you hide us. You hide the things that belong to us. You hide us today. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless all of those here on this broadcast, that you would lift up the Scots today, that you would lift up the rights today, that you would lift up Sister Ruthie and her family today, that you would bless Sister Katrina and her family, that you would bless the Banks family, the Kemp family, the Abrams family, bless the White, the Blackwell, the Johnson family, Lord, we lift up the Jackson, the Brown, the Watkins family to you today. We lift up the Wilkerson's, the White, the, the Clark family to you today. Every family that is here, oh God, the names that we don't even know, God, you know them. And so, Father, we lift them up unto you today. There is nothing like family, both natural and spiritual. And so we thank you, oh God, for them. Father, this morning we lift up the ministry. We lift up, oh God, uh, Pastor Gordon and the ministry in Kenya. We lift up Pastor Gerald and her family, the church and the ministries in Florida. We lift up Mama Rouse and the family and business in Maryland. Brother Richard and Jesus' ministry in Kenya. Evangelist Solomon, his family, the ministry and the orphanage in Pakistan. We lift up Pastor Frieda, the ministry and her business. Evangelist Scott, her family, her ministry, her business. We lift up, oh God, Reverend Louise and her organization. Apostle Jimmy, her ministry and business. We lift up Dr. Sandy and Reverend Sam and their ministry there in Florida. We lift up, oh God, Pastor Pollock, his family, his ministry and business in Georgia. Apostle Nooks, her family, ministry and business in Ohio. Apostle Fontaine, her family, her ministry and her business, oh God. We lift up, oh God, even Attorney Scott today, oh God. We ask that you would bless him, oh God, in a most special way. We thank you for this wonderful bishop, a man that is after your own heart. And we thank you that you have strategically even placed him within the government or within the legal system. And so, Father, we thank you, oh God, that he will be a lighthouse, that he will be a beacon of hope. We lift up Apostle Burrell, oh God, today. We lift up her family, her ministry, the new church location and business. We lift up Pastor Joshua, his family, his ministry and business in Nigeria. We lift up Sister Regina and her ministry in Kenya today, God. And all the others, oh God, that are sending in their prayer requests for prayer. Oh God, bring them good success, Lord. Provide length of days. Keep them safe and secure, oh God. Keep, oh God, those that are on foreign soils. We ask that you would bless them today. And Father, we thank you for those that are preparing to even travel, both national as well as international. We decree and declare, oh God, that you will cause them to be recognized all across this globe and that you will cause them to have good success and knowing that all good things come from you. And so, Father, I thank you for those that are on the forefront, those that are on the front line. Father, we ask that you will send intercessors, men and women of God, that will pick them up in the spirit, that will continue to cover them as they're going forth, as they're going and doing the work that you have called them to do. Father, we thank you today. Now, there are many that are under demonic attack on today. And they realize it to be so. And so we bind up strongholds. We bind up every evil imagination today in Jesus' mighty name. 
We come against witchcraft prayer, and we command that they be returned to sinner in Jesus' mighty name. We loose the spirit today of a sound mind, and we speak peace to every storm that is raging in the hearts and minds of people. God, we thank you, hallelujah, that you're moving by your power, and you are moving by your might. Oh, God, we know that we recognize that we're in a spiritual battle, and we know that the war is raging, so today, God, come on us. Come on us with your blood. Deliver your people on today. Help us, oh, God, those that feel like throwing in the towel. Many, oh, God, that are giving up. They feel like even giving up. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless us this day to recognize that we've got to make sure that our whole armor is intact. Help, oh, God, any that have taken off their armor to put that armor back on and to keep it on until their assignment is complete on this earth. Know that our assignment will not be complete until you call us up to glory. And so we ask, oh, God, that you would help us to make sure that every piece of the armor is fully operational today. Kick up, oh God, the gifts of the Spirit in our life. Help us to be sure in the Spirit in this time and in this season. Shield our hearts. Shield our minds today. All our steps, oh God. Hallelujah. Direct our paths, Lord. Lead us, guide us, and direct us into all truth. We rebuke every retaliating spirit today. We come against every spirit of sabotage in the mighty name of Jesus. And we bind the very hands of the enemy that would try to come to stop or block all that the Father has for any of his precious ones today in Jesus' mighty name. We loose forth the ministry angels on this morning. Go forth today, protect and shield. Lord, your word says that you've not given us the spirit of fear, but you've given us power, you've given us love, and you have given us a sound mind. And so, Father, today, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor on today because you are that Prince of Peace. Allow peace to come into our hearts. Allow peace to completely take over those who are in trouble today, those that have fear today, those that have a little doubt. Cause troubled minds to be set free in Jesus' mighty name. Now this morning, God, we know there are so many that are here today and, Lord, we know that everyone has different needs. And so, Father, if there's anything that I failed to ask on this morning, I ask that you fail not to grant it. Touch every person. Touch every individual. Meet every need. Open up every door today. Supply needs according to your riches and glory. Oh, God, we know that you're able to make every crooked way straight. And so, Father, we thank you. We give you praise in all that you have here on today, knowing that they will be able to give praises and shouts of glory, that all that they have is well. It's protected and it is shielded because of you. And so, Father, we thank you. We praise you and we glorify you on today and we pray in Jesus' name and let everyone say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. To God be the glory. Amen. 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 We just thank and praise the Lord for you all on today. What a blessing. What a blessing it is. And I'm just so grateful um, that you all are all here on today. There's nothing like fellowship, and there's nothing like family. Uh, We're going to open up for just a moment if there's anyone that is here 
um, that have a praise report. There may have been um, just things that have been going on, and you said today, I'm just going to give a, a quick praise report. Hallelujah. Or you could have been a silent caller. You know, you've been here, but, you you know, you just decided today, I'm no longer going to be silent. I'm just going to say hello. We'd love to be able to hear your voice. Amen. And so the lines are now open for you if you have a praise report. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. You all know that I don't I don't push and I don't cry. Amen. Because if we have something to say, we quickly say it. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Well, we thank God. We know that we do have many that are in the studio. We have several that are in the chat room, and we want to say a great big God bless you um, on this morning. We serve an awesome God. We serve a mighty God. And we do ask that you would join us again in the morning at 6 a.m. for another episode of Morning Manna. Uh, Invite others to come and to join and to be with us. We have several that are traveling on today, many that are listening, but we know that they're on mute, and we just thank God for your presence. Every silent caller, I want you to know that, you you know what, again, your presence means so much. Join us also on tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 Central, for our Disciples Life class. We've just been having a blessed time. God has truly been ministering to our heart. And each of us are disciples. None of us have arrived. We are all growing each and every day, and God is ministering us and teaching us each and every day how to become better disciples that we may be able to turn around and cause others to be disciples. I do want to announce in case there are some that will um, not be able to be here on tonight, but please know that next week, beginning in May, we're going to be starting another whole series. As you all know that we've been praying a lot about warfare, and there's a lot of stuff happening both in the natural as well as in the spirit. And so there are things that we've got to come uh, against and we've got to combat in the spirit. And so we pray that you can even join us beginning even next week. If you can't be with us the week as we're going to be starting a new warfare study series. And we're starting off uh, with the Jezebel spirit. It's time that we deal with that spirit. Um, we, can't be, we can't be scared. We have to deal with what is at hand. And this is a spirit that is running rampant. It's a dangerous spirit and it's a controlling spirit. And so we've got to deal with it. We've got to talk about it so that we know how to pray about it. Amen? Hallelujah. And so we thank God for those of you that will be continuing with us in our Disciples Life class um, until the Lord take us off of this series. We will be on it uh, for a bit, but we are led by the Spirit, and however it is and whatever it is that we do need to minister on because it's whatever the Spirit is saying we need to deal with at that particular time. To God be the glory. And, again, we do ask that everyone help us to continue to spread the gospel of the good news of Jesus. Um, Help us to continue with our radio as well as our TV live streaming broadcast each and every Sunday. Your financial gifts helps us to stay live and provide means for us to be able to continue to touch lives one life at a time. Learn more about our ministry. Please know that our website is constantly evolving and changing on a regular and consistent basis. So, you know, we try to change the contents of it as as time allows us to do that. But you can visit our website at www.kogfellowshipchurch.org. 
Amen. Amen. Again, I do want to thank and praise the Lord for Sister Banks this morning doing double duty. I'm telling you, the saints at Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, I want you to know I just appreciate you all so how you get right in there. You step right in and step up to the plate. And for all of our guests, like Sister Katrina and others that also assist on our morning manor broadcast, I want you to know how much I appreciate you, and I thank God for you being a blessing here. So we do thank God for the banks who read us, gave us our word for the day, and also for reading our scripture on this morning, and all of our Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family, for you that participated on today. So if all hearts and minds are clear, I'm going to call Sister Banks back now um, to give us our benediction for today. Amen. Amen. Jude 24 and 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. 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 On behalf of all of us here at Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we want to wish you a wonderful, blessed day. Remember that this is Liberation Wednesday. Hallelujah. You have been liberated. God has set you free. Now Mm. go forth and help someone else on Mm. today to also be liberated. To God be the glory. I love you all. Have a blessed day. I love you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. (laughs) Amen. Love you, sir, Ruthie. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Evangelist Scott. God bless you, gang. Thank you so much. Love you all. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Banks. Sister Katrina, God bless you. We love you, Bishop. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.